What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows people don't notice other people. Mm. <clears throat> Dammered on it a little bit, but it's fine. I'm just going to go with it. It's fine. Nobody won. Track it. Nobody won. I'm really not surprised. Oh, well, you won, Joe. I always win. I I'm the one who wins. Except for like win. 12 times. Unless when that perfect hand comes around, you bet big and you take the house. Never mind, go ahead. Okay. I'm Joe, and I'm joined by lots of celebrities to talk to you about the movie. Ah, I like that. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's good. Thank you. Starting with that voice you just heard, a sequel. The podcast that has no chimney. (laughs) Also, Corey. The podcast that sorry you didn't take us to the Bahamas of hiding spaces. And joining us, coming out of his semi-retirement today, we have the one, the only Frank. The podcast that should be played by Bruce Campbell. Remember that being a line did Matt movie. put one in? You did. You can read it. Uh, the only podcast that Jameson that Jameson pay a fair wage if it was 1961. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be in us there. Jameson pays a fair wage if it's 1961. Nailed it. Yes. Good stuff, guys. Before we do our coverage of the Amazing Spider-Man two, as usual, we gotta let you know what we've been watching. I'm gonna let Frank go first because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I heard that his list is gonna be kind of long. Yeah, uh, so I watched Shazam. I don't know. I don't think I talked to you guys about this. No, maybe I don't you. remember if you have. I feel like you I, mentioned it, but go on. Maybe in the chat you mentioned it. Yeah, I really not, liked not it. There. I think it's one of the better DC ones. It's I'm fun. at like five stones Perfect. for that one. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I think we were all Agreed. around, the, yep. same, in, in around yeah. the same ballpark for us. Yeah, and uh, I was on the Zachary Levi kick, so I watched Chuck. In full. I've heard that's a good show. I fucking love that show so much. I read you were really sad when it was over. It, yes. It's only like too. five seasons, and it's on Amazon Prime, so I was able to just watch it. the whole thing. Um, but yeah, that, that show's really good. Um, one of the guys at work was like, oh, you need to watch this like horror movie called Midsommar. Oh my god, Midsommar. I can't wait. I've yeah. heard that's good. I haven't seen it. It's, it's made a lot of people's top tens this year. Yeah, But it's fucking... The weirdest movie I've ever seen in it's, my life. It's it's an absurdist film. Yeah. All, like, the violence and stuff takes place during, like, the daytime. So, like, they're not shy about it at all. Yeah. So. Interesting. It's interesting. I think I would only be able to watch it one time. My wife wasn't home. So, I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch this. With your son? He was lap. asleep. Okay. And <laughs> it's, like, a two-hour movie. That's what and... he wants you to think. He was just closing his eyes. <laughs> yeah. And there's a director's well, cut well, for the movie. Is so, really? And I didn't watch that one. Okay. Um... Yeah, so that's a uh, Detective Pikachu. Okay. Whoa, okay. stone that uh, four and a half. Okay, it was fun, cute. I think that's it. Not yeah. as long as we thought it was. Yeah, gonna be yeah. Well, I mean, Chuck took like three months to watch. A lot of Chuck. <laughs> a lot of Chuck. And you know, the office is on. Yeah, yeah. You always take breaks and go back to things. Yeah. Go back to the tried and true. The staples. But yeah, watch Midsommar if you're like feeling like watching a. Is it on movie. anything right now? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right. Corey, what'd you watch? My list is pretty short. Uh, I went, I've been busy. I did a couple of tried and trues, like, during train rides and stuff. But the, uh, one new thing I do have to talk about is I got around to watching El Camino. Oh, okay. Other than Breaking uh, Bad. Yep, yeah. yep. Jesse Plemons is plump. Yo, he is. I legitimately <laughs> thought, like, I could tell he was plump in the, the first time you see him. Yeah. And he's, like, through the cage. I was like, is the only time we're going to see him is through the cage to try to hide it? it it's not. No. Not the case at all. 
Um, I'm with sequel on this. I think it, if it was a Breaking Bad episode, it would have been like a middle of the road. Oh, that was a pretty good episode. Yeah. As a movie, um, whatever about it, I'm happy to see. I'm happy to see closure for that character. But I'm. I think I would have been just as happy thinking he just like drove the El Camino until it ran out of gas and wandered around wherever he was. Like I, I don't think I needed the movie. But it, I mean, that being said, it was still nice to see some relatively happy closure for the character. Weird choice for an antagonist, right? It fits, I guess, it, but it's it just... makes as much sense as anything else. I get, yeah. But it's a it is a weird choice for an antagonist, and it's a weird antagonist arc because we don't find out that it's the antagonist until I feel like it's a little too late in the movie. Yeah, more than halfway through for sure. And then you get to a conclusion of it within. 25, 30 minutes of finding out. And in actual movie time, because of the time shifts, I mean, how much time really passed? Like, it's not a lot of time. They did some fan service at the end, which I liked. I actually went back and watched a couple Breaking Bad episodes after I saw El Camino. And what happens at the end is directly connected to something that happens in the fifth season, believe it or not. Okay. And um, what's my name? That episode, What's My Name? So if you're watching El Camino, go back and watch What's My Name because there's some pretty interesting connections there. Nice. I didn't love the show, so I'm probably not going to watch it. That's fair. I think Jesse was the best part of the show, so I'm glad he got a little something-something. I think it's a top five show of all time. Really? really? It's just overall. I think critically, I think critically speaking, it's, it's probably in the top five. The Wire, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Sopranos. Sopranos. The four of the five right there. Sure. I mean, I don't... It's not my favorite show. Like, my favorite show is Friday Night Lights. That's, like, not a top five on anyone's list, but it's just my favorite show. <laughs> well, it uh, depends... I mean, I've heard good things about what it. What your parameters for top five are. I top just Top five enjoyed shows? It's gotta be in there. Two of my favorite shows is Jesse Plemons in it. That's, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> is he in... Friday Night Lights. Is he's he in Friday Night Lights? Every season. Yeah. Except the he's... last one. No, he's in the last one, isn't he? No, he's. I think he graduates after uh, the Thanksgiving episode, right? So, oh, is the new school the last two seasons? Yeah. Then? Okay. Then I guess that makes sense. That's neither here nor there. Sequel? What'd you watch? I watched Isle of Dogs to continue my Wes Anderson stop motion animation uh, movie theme. I was about to say, didn't you talk about this last week? No, no Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fox. Yep. Don't it. Um, it's weird. It's really bizarre, but most Wes Anderson films are, are. It's like Four Stones, but there's a scene where somebody prepares sushi, and it's like mesmerizing to me. I like went back and watched that scene over and over and over again. And there's a making of that scene on YouTube of like how ambitious it was. It's like incredible. It's only like two minutes long, but it's, it's really good. It's like a claymation movie? Yeah, sort of. Okay. Making of Clooney... the making of sushi. That's... Clooney plays mind. the dog, right? Or the, the no dog? Clooney's not Clooney plays Mr. Fox in Fantastic Mr. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, I thought he played this too. No, it's a Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah, he okay. it's like Clooney dropped out and Cranston stepped in. How is he in this? Very good. He's good in pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah I haven't it's seen just, anything I don't like him in. Just voice acting, and it's called Isle of Dogs because if you say it fast, it's I Love Dogs. Aww. Oh. Aww. I do love dogs. The yeah. Isle of Dogs. Yes. Um, I watched the first episode of the Watchmen series. And? I don't know yet. 
there's okay. so it, it opened up a lot of questions and hopefully we get answers to it at one point it starts randomly raining squids and people just what? don't seem to mind all right here we go spoiler warning skip ahead 30 seconds does this take place after 34 years after that's why it rained squids because dr manhattan big squid nothing to do with dr manhattan no i know but in yeah. the, but in the was actual the canon yeah. yeah it's giant the, squid that attacks new york I don't think so. Is it? I thought well, it was, it was a giant Cthulhu-type monster. Yeah. It's a squid-like. But either way, yeah. it, it reads as Dr. Manhattan. And in the movie, they make it as if whatever the thing that calls it is read as Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> I, d- I don't think it has anything to do with Dr. Manhattan. Although they do show a, s- a clip of him on Mars, just like randomly in the background. Oh, cool. Um, he's on Mars in the movie, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Okay. But he like resides there now. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, his, 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 his like, manipulation of... Everything could cause could be. be normal for squids to rain out of the sky. There is actually a comic series that has already like been out mm-hmm. that the show is based on, so oh, you okay. can read it and find out. From what I can tell, it doesn't really have anything to talk to Manhattan, but maybe they change it, or maybe okay. I'm totally wrong. Fair enough, fair enough. Possibly. And for my what have you been reading? I'm halfway through the Long Halloween. Oh. Not what I expected at all. I fucking love the long halloween though not what i expected exactly. at all so good. that's a batman uh 13 issue uh comic i thought it was going to take place on one halloween it does not nope it takes we're over the course of a year uh that's weird that's why it's the long halloween yeah that makes sense so i don't know who the holiday killer is yet i think we're gonna find out pretty soon i feel like once it's revealed you're gonna know who the person is probably i'm assuming we met him already or her him or her but i yeah yeah. It's very cinematic. Like, I feel they could easily make this into a movie. Sure. Yeah. That'd be cool, actually. I don't know the story, but a year-long Halloween, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Spooky. Joe, what have you been watching? Uh, I got a couple of movies to talk about. Can't I watched make... Neighbors. Okay. I fucking love that movie. I've heard, I heard really good things about it. I've heard it's really funny. So, naturally, I tempered my expectations because comedy is hard for me. For whatever reason. It had good moments. Though. It did. It had... Yeah. I I laughed more than I thought I was going to. I'll take it. Based on how dumb the premise of the movie seemed. Oh, yeah. The premise of the movie is ridiculous. Every time we were, me and my wife were driving and I pass a cop, I go, Hootie hoo! <laughs> <laughs> how do you know about the hootie? <laughs> I've never seen The it. end of that movie is really depressing. Kind of. It just... It, almost seems out of place like they've grown too much as characters in this ridiculous comedy movie yeah but i mean i think just the idea that spoiler again um (laughs) for neighbors that they like they like it hit too close to home when this kid who was in college and like being buckwild in college ends up having to be the guy who stands out front of like an aeropostel in jeans and no shirt on like there you go you've wasted thousands and thousands of dollars for this they kind of lead up to that during the movie though no they absolutely do He's but, taking like, night classes. Like when he goes to like the job fair and he just doesn't care, then uh, he goes to the AT&T booth and they're like, oh, are you interested in work for AT&T? He's like, maybe. What do you guys do? <laughs> we're, a, we're a phone company. <laughs> yeah. I love Zac Efron in this movie. I'm, He's great in it. I'm a fan of him in general, but I think he picks like generally really crappy movies. At my old job, we used to play a recast this movie game, like if they made a remake, and I put Zac Efron in everything. <laughs> if I had known that, I probably would have won the X-Men recast. There's you a lot put of... Zac Efron? Yeah, yeah I, I even... Was I, I was going to put him in there. He was going to be my Cyclops. Oh, that would have been... No, he's good in everything. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, I loved him in The Greatest Showman. Yeah. I honestly think that he's probably one of the brighter stars in that movie. I think he outshines Hugh Jackman in it, personally. Never seen it. Me either. It's good. Yeah, when I think of Zac Efron, I think Charlie St. Cloud, and that movie's boring as hell. Yes, it is. A high school musical. Yeah. Oh, it is incredibly boring. I remember being jazzed for that, too. I thought it was thought a it was really gonna, good premise. I thought it was going to be cool, and then it's so lame. It takes so long to get to the boat, too. I mean, I thought like half of it's going to take place on a boat. Nope. <laughs> then there's, um, fuck, when he, the, the Netflix one where he plays Ted Bundy. Ah, uh, Baywatch. No, I'm just kidding. He's a Baywatch stuff. <laughs> Uh, you saw that surprising. He's good, right? It's yeah. it's weird. It's it's more the court case, right? It's yeah. It's, yeah. More, it's more after what happens after he gets to Florida. Yeah. So it's the co-ed killings in Florida and the subsequent case that follows it. And I got, it's fucking great. I got like halfway through. I could. I just. I wasn't into it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm huge into that type of stuff. So I'm, Me too. I'm definitely stuck with it. We talk serial killer yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not into it. I started one called Culpable. I can't get into that one either. Uh, I've not done that. I fell out of Insomniac. That's over. Well, they just released a new episode yesterday. Did they really? Yeah. His mm-hmm. it wasn't get yeah, really. garnering enough uh, listens. I guess downloads. I and, believe it. It, it was. And really uh, hard he to said get his through. insomnia was cured, and they stopped. So his insomnia was fake, and it was a no. It's it's show. not. It's not. They didn't drop a new episode. They dropped the teaser for their new show. Oh, that's what that was? That's okay. what they do. Yeah. So Candyman Part 2 was the last one? Yes. Got it. So the other movie I watched. Yeah, it yes. was. <laughs> I watched The Rover. What the fuck? It's, a, it's like a modern-day Australian western with Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson in it. Oh, Robert Pattinson, huh? Yeah. New Batman. That's right. Stoked. I figured I'd try to watch some of his movies to see how I feel about him. As, I, I think he's going to be fine as Bruce Wayne, even without seeing these movies, mm-hmm. but I was just curious. He's really good. Like He's a good actor. Guy Pearce is a good actor. It's a weird movie. It's a little bit of a slow burn, but it's pretty cool, and it's on Netflix. I'm still looking for a place to go see his new one that just came out. The Lighthouse? The Lighthouse, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, going to get he's a wide release. One? Yeah. Yep. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, they say, are going to win all the awards. Every a- single one of them. Best a- actress included. That's A24. It's an A24. Yeah. So is the, so the Rover. The Rover okay. is A24. They're making some fucking dope movies. They're like... They make the biggest indie-feeling movies I've ever seen. Right, so it's, it's <laughs> to the point now where they're like no longer indie. They're like, they're like mainstream yeah. now because oh, they're definitely. too popular. Yeah. But they're staying in that in that like vein. Like it, it feels indie. They're... It feels indie, but it feels like they spend a little bit of money on exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite A24? I mean, probably Ex Machina. Yeah, mine's probably Ex Machina. Okay. Or The Disaster Artist. That's up there, too. I like, I love mid-90s, and I love Booksmart. Mid-90s? Booksmart is one? Yeah. I don't remember the Booksmart was one. That one's good. Did Nazi Booksmart and... I think that would round up my top four, the ones we just named. Fuck, mid-90s, that's not the one with that Jonah Hill. Yeah, that is. Oh, it is. Mid-90s. Yes, then yes, I like that one, too, a lot. Booksmart. Booksmart feels like an A24 movie. Oh, it's not? It, it might not be. I can't find it. I don't think it, because I looked up a list, and I don't think it was on there. This is nothing, so let's move on <laughs> while we all look at our magic rectangles. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Welcome back, a, Frank. I a ranker with all A24s. Good. Midsommar is an A24. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Ladybird is. Booksmart is not. Huh. Damn. Midsommar. Damn, damn, Mid- damn. Midsummer. Midsummer. Alright, and that's what we've been watching. Let's get into the movie facts for Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is actually called The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Came out in 2014. 
It's rated PG-13. I forgot to write down the runtime. Hold on, I can do this. I think it's 141 minutes. Yep, two, two, two hours. 221. Yeah, two yep. hours and 21 minutes. Yep. I don't know why I did the math in my head to make that harder than it had to be. <laughs> the number of minutes. But it doesn't matter. Directed Content. by Mark Webb, who did the first movie, and also 500 Days of Summer, and that's it. So I can safely list that one. I stuck to my theme of only listing five people in it, so I went with Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, Jamie Foxx, Dane DeHaan, and Sally Field. See who gave me the thumbs up, he approves. The budget for the movie was somewhere between 200 and $293 million. That's a big range there, but... It sure is. <laughs> Box Office Mojo got taken over by MDB. Okay. I can't find the budget on it. That's where I used the budget, so I had to use Wikipedia. And oh, that's no. what Wikipedia says. Hmm. I haven't been on Box Office Mojo in a while. And you never I'm really on it every week. Yeah. It just looks way different now. And it grossed $709 million. $203 million of that was domestic. How was the movie scored, you ask? I'd love to tell you. Rotten Tomatoes has it 52%. Yeah, wow, 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 wow. Perfect. <laughs> Outstanding. It's like you never left. <laughs> Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, 64%. IMDb, 6.6 out of 10. Metacritic with a 53. And a surprisingly lining up with the Rotten Tomatoes user score of 6.4. That's wild. Isn't it? No Oscar nods, so we can move on. Is that a new thing? If it's if it's been nominated for an Oscar or won one, I'll usually we mention it. We had a string, oh, cool. like Titanic and oh, that makes sense. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Hmm. About it. <laughs> it's not really a string. If there's movies in between, it doesn't matter. That's right. Those are the movie facts. Let's give you our general thoughts, which are spoiler-free as always. And who did I not start with you today? Corey. Corey. I thought this movie was pretty good. Uh, I don't. I don't think I ever saw this one. Uh, I should say, I know for a fact I never saw this one. It, it didn't interest me when it came out. I, I was kind of done with Spider-Man between Toby's last movie and this the Andrew Garfield one didn't really strike a huge chord with me. But watching this, I, I just thought it was a good movie. It doesn't hit any particular notes. I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love that. But there's nothing egregious about this movie, in my opinion. So, movie's fine. Entertaining. Frank, what'd you think? I'm sort of biased with these movies, but I feel like this one in particular is I'm like mid-range on uh, how I feel about it. Um, I used to really enjoy it when I first saw it, and now that I've seen it for this time, it's just like this movie's a little sloppy. But I still am entertained by it. Um, it's it's not you know it's not far from home good, which I love that movie, but it's also not Spider-Man Three bad. That's a great. It's exactly the range that you should put this yeah. movie in. I mean, I think it's the better sequel to, uh, I'm the you know, sequel. compared to uh, Tobey Maguire's, and uh, I think I think Andrew Garfield's sequel is better than the Tobey Maguire one. Personally, I, I just have more fun watching it. It's just not far from home status, so that's it. I like it. Sequel. What do you think? This movie is a disjointed clusterfuck. <laughs> it is unfocused. It has no idea what it wants to be. It has no idea what direction it wants to go into. It's not good. It's the second worst Spider-Man movie. And like everything else is far superior to it. Far superior. I This movie makes me appreciate the first one. And I don't even like the first one that much. But the first one is far better. Wow. Yes. This movie's bad. Like really bad. 
I can't wait for you to try to change my mind on this then because I, so I'm just gonna say what I say and that's, that's fine. fine. You lead, follow, get the fuck out of the way. Whoa, <laughs> no hostility here. Oh, whoa, <laughs> there's our audio spikes, by the way. <laughs> yes, Corey, I thought you're gonna be on the, in the on my team on this one. I still might be. I, I thought I thought I, you were I have be. no I it it can't be that great of a movie if I have no real opinion on it. I just watched it. I was like, this is fine. It's entertaining. I didn't care. I, I, I think that might be it. I just really don't give a flying fuck about Andrew Garfield as a Spider-Man. Well, it ends there, so you really can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe, what do you think? Historically, I saw this movie in theaters. This is the first time I'm seeing it since then. Historically, I've always said that I like this movie, and I'm not sure that I do anymore. There are certain things in this movie. There are a couple of scenes in this movie that I think are beautifully done and really, really good. And then there's a lot of kind of garbage. It's a little bit boring at times. It's way too bloated and long. And I watched clips from the first Amazing Spider-Man to try to get myself back in the mindset, like what happens in the first one before this starts and whatever. I still think this is better than the first one because the first one just has no point to it. This one, at least they tried to do something, but it's not great. This is probably the third worst Spider-Man movie. I think I agree with that last statement. So, if you, so the, all right, you think this one is better than the first one? Y- yeah, but... I don't. I take this over Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 1. Okay. And Spider-Man 2 for me. So the fourth worst one, in okay. my opinion. I'll take this one over Spider-Man 3 by like a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'd say the third yeah. worst. I'm with you third worst. Cool, I'd take cool. Spider-Man 2 over the Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. The suit in this one is far superior. The suit oh, is outstanding. We'll talk about that in yes. specifics, but yes, it's so much better. Yeah, so from here on out, we're going to be spoiling the Amazing Spider-Man 2 if you haven't seen it yet and you'd like to see it without knowing what happens. Why are you here? But thank you for joining us. We love you. Hi, Tom. And now, spoilers, starting right now, you've been warned. This does do the one thing that I really fucking hate that Spider-Man movies always seem to want to fucking do, and that's throw way too many goddamn villains at us. And that's that's where this problem, that's where this movie, all of these movies always end up having problems. And that's what always makes it feel disjointed is that you get too many bad guys, and you're like, who the fuck am I trying to focus on here? Well, they're trying desperately to set up the Sinister Six. Yes, they are. They tried um, to get what. Half the Sinister Six in this movie. It's just so we like get, one scene. Though. I'm going to say we get two villains. Because you can't count the Rhino. Even though they built up the Rhino so much in the trailers. And everyone's like, Peter Parker's going to take on three villains. Like, that was like what you got jazzed for. And he's in two freaking scenes. And one and, of the scenes he's driving a truck. Yo, know, and the last scene's ridiculous. because they, That suit is awful. That yeah, Rhino suit looks ridiculous. They ended, the, they ended the trailer with that scene. So, after you see the trailer, I can't wait to see this fight. We never get to see the fight. <laughs> no, we don't. Joe's <laughs> that's, that's the end movie's over. A big tease for nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't know it was nothing, but, you know. Assuming they made an Amazing Spider-Man 3, I N- bet you they no don't No one would even... have seen it, though. Let's be real. No one would have no. seen it. They wouldn't have <laughs> continued with, it. That, with that Plenty scene. I doubt it. it would have picked up where that left off. Yeah. So, this yeah, movie no, has I... two villains. Two villains. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's one thing I said to my wife. I was like, why didn't they just pick just one? Yeah, one of them and... sucks, and one of them has 
potential, but they didn't do great. I'm curious to find out which one he okay. thinks sucks. Yeah, Harry Osborn sucks. Oh, he's opposite. Awful. Dude, I, I Dane like is so miscast as Harry Osborn. He plays it so weird. It's the writing, I'm sure, because everyone writing, in this movie's a good actor. I don't like Dane DeHaan. I know I just, you don't. I just don't. And he played it like Peter. I have a disease, yeah. and I'm dying now. Even though my dad had the same disease and he died at 60, it's affecting me right now. Did you watch a YouTube review? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that was verbatim what? Really? <laughs> so, I... I... <laughs> it makes no sense, though. No, it's, it's absolutely true. He's on yeah. his deathbed, he's dying at 60, he goes, it's hereditary, you have it, suck it. Like... <laughs> He could be introduced in this movie, but they'd try to do way too much with him. Because the Electro stuff makes sense. It's just, they got too weird with it. I don't, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't understand Electro's motivation at all. There is none. There, he just he likes Spider Man. Doesn't like Spider Man. Yeah, it's like so he likes Spider Man. Okay, so he likes. He's a little bit mentally unstable. And then this definitely continues that mental instability. And then he finally get put up on the big screen. He's finally up on the big screen. And what happens, it immediately changes. they change it to Spider-Man. And he feels that his hero betrayed him. Because his hero because his Because hero the stupid sniper shot at him. Dude, Mainly that. Was... He was going to talk to him. I think Spider-Man de-escalates that situation if the guy doesn't take the shot. I yes. think he yeah, saves this movie, and then we only have to deal with Harry Osborn. You guys have to go back and like watch that scene, too, because Andrew Garfield, for whatever reason, puts on a really thick... New York accent for his interaction yes. with Electro. Like, yo, you my eyes and ears. That's right, Max. Yeah, I know this guy. That was <laughs> legitimately the only thing, one of the only things about this movie that took me out of it. I actually didn't notice that at is, all. No, it, was, it happens like three or four times. Yeah. Different characters turn on New York accents in the dumbest places for the dumbest reasons. It happens with Gwen, too. Gwen pulls out a New York accent. Emma Stone pulls out a New York accent at some point. I'm like, bitch, you're not New York. Stop. Well, she, I mean, she is. Is she really a New Yorker? Gwen Stacy is. No, no. Emma Stone. <laughs> this is why I feel about I accents in movies. I hated the accents. Be consistent. They need to be consistent and well done. Yeah. I'd really rather just, them just not do it. All of them, either everyone has one or nobody has one. Yes. <laughs> right? And if, if don't try it. Because I think actors and actresses concentrate way too much on the accent itself and it takes away from their performance. Yeah. What's weird is that like what he said in that in that moment, like what was being said, like the lines I did I didn't particularly dislike the writing of that scene. I, I like the fact that he was like, Yeah, no, I do actually remember you. You're my eyes and ears. But he does this dumb accent, I'm like, eh. Yeah, not a I, great choice there, Andrew. It's very off-putting. See, I didn't notice the accent, so I actually enjoyed that scene quite a bit. Okay, I like the stop bullet time Spidey sense on the stage. That's my favorite scene in the movie. That, was pretty that cool. is phenomenal. That is pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, but there's one thing that takes away from it: the webbing. No, the webbing's okay. The webbing well, looked well, a little fucking weird. Well, the, there's a the scene one where he like whips it. He's just like whoop. There's a scene later on with the webbing that's really messed up. I'm, but not, we'll gonna, get to I'm that. not gonna talk to you it. about that. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. That's when so, I leave. <laughs> uh, in these movies, for whatever reason, when Spider-Man's fighting something and people are in danger, a crowd of people decide to gather around and watch and clap. That yeah. makes no sense. That takes it away. It like, why do people do that? New Yorkers are fucking running. Because it's weird running. crowd mentality. I don't Everything think it's killing each other. Running. It's not New Yorkers. It's the tourists. At the end of the movie, when Rhino's shooting at a bunch of cops and there's bullets flying everywhere, there's a crowd of people <laughs> behind the barricade yep. and there's kids. The kid. Tom Holland was in that scene. 
when he was. No, because that's Jorge. <laughs> Tom Holland is in uh, Iron Man for three or two. Two. Well, it's not Tom Holland. It's no, no, young no. Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's two because okay. it's at the World's Fair. Yeah, okay. When all the uh, mechanical war machines mm-hmm. come on. That Tiananmen Square moment, though, it hit me in the feels for some reason. Which one? When that, well, the Tiananmen Square. When the little kid reenacts Tiananmen Square and stands up against the rhino. I was inconsolable in the theater and watching it the second time. I was like, oh, I love that moment. It hit me so hard. I'm driving. I'm driving home from the train station. Watching the last like ten minutes of this. Bad. That's awful, Corey. I was like, oh, <laughs> we oh, do we do not condone this. No, so, don't do that. Were you upset for the scene beforehand? So did that play into this? Yeah, it definitely plays for that. Into yeah. it. Um, that's we're, we're yeah, getting a little far in the I movie. I felt so much more for the little kid. First scene with Jorge with the wind turbine. That's my favorite that's scene in the movie. That's an excellent scene. That's that's Spider Man to me. It's he's sticking up for a little kid. He's yeah. walking him home. He's talking about his science project. That's really cool. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes. Perfect. He is a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in that moment. And when he needs to be the bigger hero, when he needs to be the borderline Avenger, he's still there. And it leads back to that that point where when he gets to Times Square, he's like, yes, I do actually remember you because I am a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. This proves that he's not just... That's just not what he just says to people. Like It's not just some like, dumb thing that he says every time he saves somebody and has to do this it's something real because he remembers this kid and that wind turbine so like it, like it, it's it, like his i can do this all day moment yeah yeah it yeah. really is and like that was that it, when the kid goes underneath and like puts the mask on i was like this is devastating to me <laughs> i was such a wreck it was i i, I at got the same so point emotional. you're like these cops are terrible cops no one's grabbing that kid no. yeah. what the fuck are those cops not doing <laughs> well, they're New York City the, cops. they are incompetent <laughs> the fact that paul giamonti is giving them a chance before shooting this child for somebody to come out and do it and nobody's doing it. they're all standing there for so long with nothing happening it cheapens the scene because yes. it's a beautiful moment but it goes too long and they stop that the it's mom. so unbelievable they stop the mom they stop like, the mom don't get in no don't get the kid stop that mom <laughs> we cannot let the mom go beyond the barricade that kid hot whatever she can make another kid <laughs> well back to the accents i have a question okay. did uh andrew garfield have an accent when he first interacts with Max? No. Because I don't remember. No, it, it, well, it wasn't that blatant and bad during that. Like, I wasn't keeping a tally. I can't remember that. I remember I that one, but I don't remember that. I, think, I feel like the only time he actually tries to pull out and, and sound like the quote-unquote New Yorker is in Times Square. At no other point does he does he do that. It's really bad in that in that one particular scene. I can't tell if it's supposed to be like... I don't remember the accent, but I can't tell if it's supposed to be like part of his Spider-Man shtick or... If for whatever reason he just slipped into that accent, his American accent failed him and took a weird turn in that scene. Perhaps. I don't think he was trying to, like, when he's being quippy with Rhino when he's driving the truck, he doesn't really sound like that. Yeah. It sounds normal. Yeah. Yeah. We get a lot less Peter Parker in this, which is uh, appreciated. Yeah, because he's... They can't write Peter Parker in, the, in these two movies. No. It's, it's written awfully. Like Andrew Garfield's a phenomenal actor. Not not in those movies not as, as Peter, Peter Parker. Parker no. As Spider-Man, he's great. Yes. Yeah. But this is what we talked about when we did the first one. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible Peter Parker in the he's first one. He's a terrible one. Peter Parker. He's better in this one. Yes. Do you think yes. they just accepted Noticeably that better. Which is why on. there's so little of it. Yeah. Like, a lot of the movie takes place with him as Spider-Man. And the ones that aren't, 
he doesn't need to be Peter Parker. He needs to be Gwen Stacy's boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? He doesn't need to be the dorky kid that's getting picked on in high school anymore. Well, he's in college now. Yeah, but like you don't. He, sort of. Get, Is he? <laughs> but he still gets. He's taking up, a year off. But he also gets beat up like in real life in general. Mm. But because all of his interactions are either with Aunt May, or Gwen. Gwen or Harry. Or Harry. Like he doesn't. He doesn't need to be the loser kid that gets picked on. He doesn't need to be the loser Peter Parker. He can just be. That's true. He talks to three people in this movie. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's why it's so good. That's, that's why he doesn't seem so bad as Peter Parker. That's in this, super weird to think about. Well. It's not that much screen time, and he's more in the suit, I feel like, than he is out of it. He, well, uh, all right. We talks to... Jorge. He talks to Jorge a little bit, and he talks Rhino. to Max Dillon a little bit. And I guess Rhino. Max. No, he has a suit on. No, we're talking about... We're talking about oh, as, 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 as Peter. Peter. Oh, okay. yeah, as Peter, he only talks to those three people. Yeah, yeah. And it's either... Oh, his that is, that is pretty wild. Yeah. They made it like a real, feel like a really small world for Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. And, even when he's, and even when he's out of suit, and doing things in this movie, like when he finally figures out what Roosevelt means, he's not interacting with anybody. Hate that so that's much. Th- that's awful. a real station. It's really stupid. Yes, the station's real. I know yeah. that. That station would have probably destroyed in Sandy, by the way. Midtown subway uh, station's no all flooded. That the thing would have been destroyed if it was underground. Oh, no, it is. So 2014, cool that they... was that after Sandy? No. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mean, it's still kind of cool that they put it in the movie. That's it. Okay. I don't hate the stuff with the parents. I, I, I don't hate it. Oh my, it's, it's so, so unnecessary. Uh, completely it's unnecessary. It's not unnecessary, though, because the DNA is linked, and that's how you can, you know... So the only... That's, that's the thing for Green Goblin. You don't even need that plot the point DNA to be is, in there, though, for it well, to fuck up Green, Harry as Green Goblin. Like, my main, sick. my main criticism is it's unfocused, and that totally adds to the confusion of the movie. Like, what am I rooting for what do i want to happen what is my main plot point it just branches off in so many different directions like i think sally field is excellent in this oh she's really good yeah, she's and good outside of a couple lines which are not her fault i like second best sally field performance or second best aunt may performance second best performance in the movie, in the movie. oh okay, okay. yes okay um but like i would have done with less no parents at all and more of her and peter's relationship because she's trying to make money to put him through college she's going to night school being a nurse and all that yeah no i'm i wanted to finish mm-hmm. Wait, are you is your thought done Pr- pretty much like yeah. if you just take the parent plot out of it like all the other spider-man movies and just like concentrate on her i think that's better because we have a relationship with her his her parents are gone and they left mysteriously, and if you want that to be a plot point, make it the plot point. I think I hate that they went through the trouble of filming this emotionally this emotionally moving scene with Sally Field when she's... I'm the parent. I'm the parent. You're my kid. I, like, these, all of this, this, and this. And they just breeze by the fact that she finally admits to him... That she's going to become a nurse, and he's like, no. he, it, it's just not like that's <laughs> not what registers. Yeah. Like he's like, no, yeah, you are my mom. Like no, no, motherfucker, you missed the point that she's working two jobs and taking classes. She's taking double shifts at the diner and becoming a fucking nurse, which is a job. Her residency is a job. Yeah. To be fair, he's still thinking about. Figuring out what the fuck happened with his parents, though, in that moment. Yes, you're absolutely right. Selfish but ass that should, Exactly. But like, no, it's and, it and the thing is, like, I, I'm I'm with I'm thinking about my parents when she's like saying everything. But the minute she says that, the minute she says, be I'm right. going 
to nursing school to try to put you through college, he should have been like, "Oh shit, you're doing that for me?" Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't. Why didn't you tell me that you were going to be like? Why? Like you know, it's funny. I was waiting for it, and I was like, oh, I guess and it that didn't, never didn't happen. Yeah. Because then, because what does he say immediately after? He's like, "I get that," and you are like you're the person. Yeah. You are enough, but I still need to know, motherfucker. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't though. He does. He needs to complete this stupid plot point. So we but can like, wrap it up and be up. done with it. So we can play a Philip Phillips song and watch him tape, put red tape on the wall. Oh, that was a good scene. No, it's Wait, not. is that Philip Phillips? I thought that was... No, that, sons. That's Philip Phillips. Yes, it's Philip Phillips. I like that song. I don't Who think... I don't, it's so out of place it's in like this a, movie. It's like an insurance I commercial. Legitimately, I thought that was a Mumford and Sons. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that scene. That's fine. You can hate it. Because he's scene. putting pictures up of everything. That's like... He, what that scene's trying to do is connect everything in the movie together, and it just doesn't make sense. He's still a kid, though, trying to find his identity. Is he Peter Parker? Is he Spider-Man? He's trying to figure everything out. But I think he's accepted the fact that he's Spider-Man. Like, it's... Did he, though? Yes, because he's going around movie, doing he was about movies. to hang it up. Because he's depressed that his... Perhaps his abilities killed his girlfriend. Yeah. That's a rough scene. Fuck. When... Her head bounced off the concrete. I literally said, oh shit, I'm on the train. There are people sitting around me I'm watching this. Her head bounces off the concrete. I was like, oh shit. The person who was sitting in like the same seat as me literally like looked at me. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> someone just died. And I go back to watching the movie. Someone just died. Did they make the web on purpose try to look like a hand? They fucking reading? better yeah, have. It, it, I hate that choice, but that better have been a fucking choice. I don't, I don't know if it was on purpose, but it does look I like one. I don't hate it, Which but part? I don't love it. Can he manipulate his web to... No. I guess they were trying to make it like seem like he's it's kind of a cool human touch. with an ability, and he's like reaching out to grab I, I assume that what... Like, it's because it's, it's super meaningful. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. supposed to be like his web... It's an extension of him. Thank you. Those are literally my words. I'm yes. sorry. If it no, I'm very happy that you finished my I sandwich. I just don't like that Harry was the one that did it. I think they could have waited to the next movie. Obviously, that never would have came, but... Yeah, I don't get the whole... They could have killed Gwen off after. And... But, but that, that comes back to the point of what they do wrong in these movies, where in the third act, after the main antagonist that we've been following this whole fucking movie, he finally defeats them, and... Swoop comes in. It's literally what happened with Harry Osborn in the first set of fucking movies. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sam I'm Norman Venom. Venom. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Right at the end, fucking Eddie Brock shows up as fucking Venom, and you're like, what the... Why? It's not Spider-Man 3 and the fact like that it's bad. It's just Spider-Man 3, they do the same shit. Yes. <laughs> I also feel P- uh, Spider-Man should be able to handle green goblin no problem in that scene because harry has just become green goblin and he doesn't know what he's doing and has should have no yeah. idea what but he's the doing. problem is he does know what he's doing exactly which is really bad it makes well, no if, sense if they, spider-man's been doing it for a full year at this point he was on the brink of death five minutes ago yeah. if they tease like the octopus tentacles and the wings for the um vulture vulture and then he just gets like the suit and he's in it and that's where they ended for him i'm fine yeah no, I'm. This I'm, movie's fine there. I'm fine if, I'm even fine if he shows up, and it's like a really dumb, quick fight that he that Spider-Man has no issues I'll with. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Team Tune Rocket in next week. I'll Team get Ro- you next time, Spider-Man. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Team yeah. Rocket's blasting off again. Type. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. like he just like. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a little fucking. I'm gonna go study yeah. my glider. Yeah, exactly. I'm he gonna throw, go fly he, around New York for a little bit. He throws a grenade. Spider-Man like. Whips out and like wicks it back. It... Spider-Man three again. 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it bounces, it like blows up one of the jets, it just flies off uncontrolled, out, we're done. Like, the climactic end of this movie should be the end of the Electro fight. The, like, Agreed. Yes. I don't <laughs> mind the Gwen Stacy death scene if they had done a better job making anyone care about Gwen Stacy in this movie. What if Electro She's was just, the one that threw her down? I felt sad about it I still, taken but that. just like... I like that relationship. I don't know if they I like Gwen Stacy. She yeah, I don't think is my I... favorite love interest out of all of them. Okay, that's fair. Wait, wait, wait. That's love fine. interest out of the movies or out of all the Spider-Man movies in general. Okay. Do you know just because she she has my favorite performance in this? They were dating at the time, and I feel like when she looks at Andrew Garfield and the scenes that she's in, it's like authentic. They have decent chemistry. They really do. Well, they were dating, so I hope yeah. they have decent chemistry. But like you can see that she loves yes. him, and she's just reading these lines. Like yeah. there's, there's, it's very authentic, and I love that. There's certain moments though, like I break up with you, Peter. That that's was, really forced. I almost I mean, made that my opening, great... line, my opening line. The podcast <laughs> that breaks, breaks up, up with you, you Peter. <laughs> I, I took that I took that as just I'm getting I'm doing this she's, myself. She's Kurt. Like she's being Kurt. No, I break up with you. Like I've I've heard that sentence before. Like yeah, okay. I'm sorry. We, we go out to dinner, you don't come in, I break up <laughs> oh, with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no dim sum for Corey, I guess. You well, know which one I hated? Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> the voicemail. I fucking hated that voicemail. She sounds so happy and peppy when she's leaving that voicemail. I'm like, mm. No. No, she should sound upset yeah like i just got stood up i like their interactions no no, no, no. the one that says um, i'm taking summer wow. classes yes i'm yeah. sorry and and i love you and bye yeah she's just too chipper about it like yeah i get to go to england now like bro, well she like did say to him when she was at i guess going in for her interview like we're just on a bit different paths now yeah so maybe she was just over it from but the beginning and then I still think she would have been writes, I love you in the on the fucking bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Vandalizes the bridge. Um, <laughs> I do like their interactions like when they're hiding out in the closet and they're like, whispering back and forth. Like that's real. That's authentic that's to me. I can man. picture a couple actually having a stupid fight like that. It was the most cliche Perfect. hiding spot you could have picked. Oh, sorry, yes. I didn't take you to the Bahamas of hiding spots. Yes. Love that, it. That's my favorite line of the movie. That's why I put it in. And then those guys after. Yes. Like with the coffee and shit. That was so good. Very good. There are good moments in this movie. There are. It's, now he's got such a better swag in this movie. Yes. 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 He does. Of, he's less of an awkward oh weirdo. Oh my god! He's I hate so that weird in the first, first movie. One. I hate it. That's why I hate that movie. Go on. Now, oh, where was I going? You probably so got sorry. it in. It's okay. That's why. It's okay. It's okay. Hey. We definitely did. <laughs> but when he's doing that, do you think he's picturing Dennis Leary? Like, well, wow. <laughs> because hi, Dad. He just shows up randomly. All like, fucking. I. Diverse. Act of this movie. That was why. Too much Dennis Leary. Yeah. And then I guess he just comes to terms with it and is okay. I don't know. I mean, I liked him as. I think I think he just learned when he when when that. she broke up with him and he started following. I think he just learned that he has to he has to deal with both. He can't not be with her, but he also can't not see her dad telling him to like be separated. So he had to make a choice, and that was the choice he made. So that's why we stopped yeah. seeing him because he's. And well, he he's had to choosing not to. It. He's choosing not to focus on it anymore. The juice is worth the squeeze. There it is. Yeah, but then he paid the price for that with Fuck. not being able to save her. So. Well, because he's Spider-Man, he can't be taken out of New York. That's he yeah. was going to leave. Yeah. Story device needed her to die. That's I mean, actually true. I think he I, went I, to I England for a little bit in the comics. That. I'm not sure though. What? I think he went to England for a little bit in the comics, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Hmm. It's possible. He I definitely goes to them. Europe in Craven's uh, Last Hunt. Okay. He definitely goes to Europe and Far From Home. Yes. 
Hundred percent can confirm. And they go to London. I watched that movie. I didn't read it though. Six Thousand to Go. That's yeah, my yeah. favorite Spider-Man ever. Wow. I'm Better right than there. Homecoming. Yes. Better than Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse doesn't count. Sure <laughs> I, because it's animated. I wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree with you. I'm sorry. I love both of them. They're both great. Okay. I, I don't think I can compare the two. All right. I you, just don't. Personally. Your opinion matches up with theirs, so don't worry. Okay. Yeah, no. Fine. We've like far from Okay, good. Spider-Verse. Sorry, Joe. I love you. It's, it's, it's fine. I love you, too. Slightly. <laughs> we don't have to all agree. Yeah. We don't have to love all the same things equally. No, not at all. So this movie is two hours and 21 minutes. Too long. It's too long. It's like 20 it's minutes f- or at least nah. too long, sorry. They filmed several scenes with Shane Lean Woodley as MJ and that wound up on the cutting room floor. Could you, can you imagine throwing that into the mix? No. Making oh. this movie even longer. Two hour, 45 Honestly, minutes. Though, and, like, and involving a love triangle and he's looking for his parents. And, and Felicia s- loves him too. Yeah, Felicia. Yeah. That's right. Black Cat's in this. Yeah. And she has like one scene. Or... Felicity Jones. Felicia. Oh, that's who... That's Felicity supposed Felicia. to be Black that's Cat. Yeah. Okay. Felicity Jones. Felicia Hardy is her name. Right. She's the one I that goes... I didn't make that connection. Because yep, she's barely in the movie. Barely in Because she tells Harry, Harry about yeah. the spiders. Yes. Right? <laughs> they extracted the venom. <laughs> that's how she talks like Morty. Exactly. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> No, no, it's okay. Just one quick trip. One quick trip to a different dimension. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll get the spiders. <laughs> oh, man. I need you to shove these spiders up no, your butt, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that had that entered the mix, even if, even if only one of the scenes had made it in, even if it was just a singular one, and they drop like the MJ thing and like hint at the love triangle. That would have put me over the edge. I would have audibly groaned. I would have. But like, well, would they have killed uh, Gwen off? Probably. And then like and then he that makes it like, way easier. It. I, I had this redhead too. P- Peter has her Shailene in the back pocket know. there. No, I'm good. It's awful. I, uh, I don't yeah, like that at all. I'm, it's I'm glad, glad they cut that yeah. out. Very happy they cut that out. I just <laughs> wonder from like a movie perspective if you're in a movie. And you get cut out. Like, does that affect like your pay and like yeah, percentage of the gross and? I don't know. I, I don't whatever. think that whoever. I don't think she got MJ? A, I don't even know. Shailene Woodley. Is. Who was that? Fresh she was in Divergent. The, Divergent. She was. She's really? Been, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's. I don't think she's. She's pulling in now. Profit percentage. No, no, I'd I, say I mean, she's. So then she's getting paid. She got paid for the for the role that she played for the time that she was there. Yeah. Call it a, call it a day. I'd like to see those scenes though. I wonder if like As a movie contracts are contingent of you actually being in the movie though. Like it's not a credited yeah. role. It could be. It it's could a, be. it's a union job. I don't think they can make you work for free. I don't think they cannot pay you. For what I don't know. You did. Don't know yeah. the rules. Who played Norman Osborn? Because I was looking for a name. Chris that Cooper. I find yeah. it anyway. Chris Cooper's a phenomenal actor, by yeah. the way. Okay. Not in this. Well, he's barely... no one. No one's phenomenal. <laughs> what else so is that's he the in? problem. Chris Cooper. Sea Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's in. He does have one of those faces. Yeah. Oh, it's a really good movie of Ryan Felipe. Um, fuck, what's it called? I probably don't know. It. Oh, it's God. like a spy movie. I'm sorry. He's in is American he the guy who Beauty. Is Eddie Martell in the replacements, or that's a different guy? That's a different guy. It is. He's in American Beauty. He's in American Beauty. Yes. Seabiscuit's the only one that stands out. I didn't see the other ones. Um, what's his name? Chris what? Cougar. Cougar? Cougar? Chris Cooper. Cooper. Thanks. October Sky. You town? ever see that? No. He's in the town. He's the de- he's, uh, Ben Affleck's dad in town. That's the one that I was thinking He's of. the main antagonist in the Muppets 2011 movie. <laughs> he's Norman that Osborn in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, too. see the thing is, I looked up IMDb and I couldn't find him anywhere. But maybe... I skipped it out. 
Could have been. I'm gonna guess you did. But it happens. He works. Dude works. <laughs> There's some funny moments in this movie though. Like when he's building the battery, and then he does the car battery, and he like he's spraying with a fire extinguisher, and then he's just like, oh, the, the second spurt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah, that's I like kind of cute and funny. I like the scenes where he's testing the web for the like electricity, but I feel that's like way too far away from when he actually has to like use it. Use it. Well, it turns out to be wrong because he forgot his eighth grade science. Yeah, and and. Gwen Stacy's like, oh, do this. Oh, okay. That's why you were number two. No, I don't think that's why he wasn't valedictorian because he didn't remember that things become magnetized. So if he was number two in the class, he was salutatory and he would have had to made a speech at graduation also. I don't know. Uh, in my, in my, oh, yeah. Do you really want that extra school? couple minutes in this yes, movie? Yes, because I want a better um, Stan Lee cameo. I don't want to talk about their valedictorian speech at my fucking high school. Oh. I, got, I got one. They I only got rap. one. Just the one valedictorian. I think I only got one speech. We had a valedictorian, salutatorian, and a class president. That's hot. That sounds like the most awfully speeches? long graduation. Graduation is long to begin with. I know. You went to a big school, right? Why make it? Long? I had a four hundred person graduating class. Yeah, I had a one twenty. I had like eight hundred. Nine hundred. God damn. Can we talk music in this? Yeah. yeah. Dubstep. Whenever electro gets on. Hans Zimmer dubstep is amazingly bad. He had yeah. like a rapper like he collabed with yeah for, like, i forget who it was and there i want to say it was pharrell yes sure. where he that goes so you shot at me you laughed at me electricity yep. it's awful it's oh really it's like the, inner, the inner monologue like when he breaks and like all things that he's hearing in his own head i fucking hated it, it it's part it's part of the music and with the part the, the main electro fight scene at the end where they start playing it was, the, it's, the, it's, it's, it's Spider. I thought that was part of this, like this, the score. I'm like, I, I was about to shut the movie off. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but then when he said, I hate, I hate this a song. song, I'm like, okay, this is actually. <laughs> I didn't happening. pick up on that the, when I saw it in theaters, but the second time watching it, I was like, no. You know how you know how bad the dubstep was. I couldn't even make out that it was Itsy Bitsy Spider until you just said it the second. I mean, it kind of makes sense for the out. time, but it's just not good. Yeah, it doesn't fit in. No. You can't try to have an epic Hans Zimmer score then throw dubstep in there and think it's going to be a good idea. <laughs> this doesn't work. It was a cute idea on paper. Whoever's idea that was should have been I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and um, relinquish my time to Deadpool 2. We didn't Cable said Deadpool still fucking sucks. Dubstep still so, sucks. Oh, yeah. Is dubstep still a thing? It's true. Dubstep's for pussies. Yes. I think it's the actual line. I never got into it. Also, Peter's ringtone is Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man. That's very self-aware. Yep. Like, that yeah. shouldn't exist. <laughs> you know what? They want, to, they want to break the fourth wall of it. It's fine. What's one more thing for the fans? That's definitely fan service. Yeah, there's a lot of fan service in this. Because they did almost no fan service in the first one. I mean, so, like, we got to double down. They did that in Tobey Maguire's movie, though, with the violinist. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, she was singing the Spider-Man theme song. Yeah, come on, guy. But, like, which one? Which I think it was the first one. They do it in the first one? I think it's so. the third one. I think it's the third one, which makes sense could be if it the is. Second I'm pretty one. sure it's the first one. It's not the first one. No, uh, no, she does. Spider-Man's she's not like, a big Where are you, Spider-Man? I remember that. Yeah, because that's when he hung it up. It was the second one. Okay. Wait, it's the second one now? Yeah, I think it's the second Sorry, one. Sorry, I messed okay. it up. It's bad in both. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not good. It's worse. I like the fact that J. Jonah Jameson exists, but we don't see him because he can't compare to J.K. They didn't even try casting yeah, him. Even in, like, forget it. Far from home, I was just super happy that he was there. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I was like, God damn, they did. The band it. is J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. 
He's the, the only option. If he ever retires from acting, we just CGI him. <laughs> Don't die. Ever. Uh, Can't guarantee that. <laughs> well, I think I'm all hated out. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm all liked out. <laughs> I guess I like this movie less than I thought I did. I have more problems with it. I think I just... Critically, it's terrible. But I could watch this movie and be entertained. I think I was just... It was... I was happy to be out of school on a Friday on the trains home, not dealing with the other humans that take the mass transit system in in and out of New York City. Except that one you had to interact with when you just yelled those shit. (laughs) Listen, they changed the camera angle so that you're level with her. Oh, I, As I saw the movie. bounces off the fucking yeah. concrete. I and it's so fast. It's like yeah. it's not slow motion. It's just regular speed. Funk. She so, actually snaps her neck in the. She comic snaps book. her neck. I, I thought she yeah. snapped her neck in this, and she came close in to hit. This she hit her head. Yeah, no she blood. Percent hit. You no could, you, blood. You're a clunk. I know. I, that's, the that blood comes out of her nose. Screen junkies did the cinema yeah, like, for this. Yeah, and that's what they said. So it's internal. It's all internal, baby. Did you guys all watch Haunting a Hill House? Nope. No. So there's a scene in Haunting a Hill House where something similar happens, where like you figure they're gonna cut away or something, but they just like like do that exact same camera angle, where like you're like eye level with whatever, with like when it happens, you're it's like an oh shit moment. And watching this, that's what I thought, and I was like, this is a bad time for like a bad month to be watching because it's spooky season too. Like it's fucking freaky. Did you guys, like, everyone expect her to die, like, the first no. time you saw this? Nope. Someone spoiled it for me, but they didn't I, tell me how. I just figured it was such a famous comic book scene yeah. that, like, that was going to happen. Plus, her opening speech, she's talking about, like, how time. time. It's so heavily foreshadowed. That I, I missed it. It's so heavily foreshadowed, I missed it. Like, this movie starts takes place, you're going CGI through a watch and a clock. Like, time is, like, a major, major theme in this. Did you not know that she died? Because this is your first time watching it. This is the first time watching it? I did yeah. not know she died in this. Okay. As far as lore is concerned, yeah, I know she, she okay. dies. Yeah, but fuck, when it comes to like Spider-Man, Spider-Man canon, and what they're doing with the movies, mm-hmm. things sometimes they overlap when it's convenient for yeah, them. Yeah, but like, it, like it's not like they're following one of the comics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In none of them, in the MCU, I mean, Goblin, in Toby, or in this, like none of it. Goblin does kill Gwen, but so they, in that way. Yeah, but she snaps her neck instead. Yeah. So he goes, like, Spider-Man actually like, whips, but, like, Can't save break. her. Yeah. So but it's, like, it's, like, it's, almost, at, it's almost perfectly out of the comic book. Wow, okay. Yeah, that scene, it's it's very iconic to that panel. Interesting. But they should have waited. Obviously, they couldn't. But no, they should have waited for the third. Well, for the movie that would have never came. No, because the... Uh, if, you take, if you take that uh, end scene away, people may like it better. It's only two hours now. Exactly. Fuck, like, you might give us just enough, like, and if you just kind of tease it out that, oh my god, the Green Goblin's here, you don't spoil us with it now and make this movie longer than it needs to be, then maybe. Maybe there is just enough here to get the third one made and actually get all Sinister Six and then see Gwen Stacy die then. Of course. Well, for the plot of The Amazing Spider-Man 3, which we never got, like, she's in the movie. She comes back as Spider-Gwen. I don't know how they bring her back, but it's... There's no Lazarus pit in this universe, but... <laughs> Hate it already. I'm glad they didn't, yeah. but... That's the direction they were going in. The thing I wish they did differently was I wish they hadn't had us hear her speech in the beginning, and we would have been like Just Peter having never heard it, and then he plays it on the flash drive. Oh, that would have been And way that works better. way better. It would have been a lot more impactful. Yes. Yeah. Fuck, and that's how they save time? 
That's yeah. you cut time out of this movie, like you see her step up, and then you see Spike like because he misses him. it, so we should miss it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like Sony, what the fuck? Fuck! <laughs> I hate that we make better movies on this podcast, and nobody's ever going to hear them. Revisionist history. Plus, if you hindsight yeah. is twenty twenty, and that scene leads to my. I guess I have three favorite scenes between the little kid, the two with Jorge, Jorge. and then... Isn't Jorge the little kid? Yeah, yeah that, that, that was just reiterating. Okay. I gave him his proper name instead gotcha. of just the little kid. Because that leads to my third my third and final favorite scene is the montage of him standing at her grave through the seasons. I think that's just beautifully shot mm-hmm. and just really captures, like, this is Spider-Man dealing with loss. He has to hang it up because there's no point to it. He's like any other person. Well, what's the point in saving the city if the person that you're saving the city for isn't here anymore? Isn't here, yeah. Right? Like, he's saving the city. We're still saving it for Aunt May. She's still around. I guess. But 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 that's just dealing with loss. That's him dealing with loss as a person. It humanizes him, and I think it's really cool the way they shot it with the seasons, him standing there. And it's always always the Spider-Man thing as, you know... In the Spider-Verse, Spider-Ham is the one that says it. the hardest part of this job is you can't save everybody. And it's how a Spider-Man bounces back Oof. from... Poor choice of food. Phrasing. Love it. But I'm going to say it again. How a Spider-Man bounces back from that type of tragedy that, that makes it, it... He always gets back up, right? It doesn't... It, it, it just... In this, it takes five months, six months for him to get back up. It felt very comic booky. Like, it looked like a panel... Does Aunt book. May does Aunt May know he's Spider Man? Uh, they left that up to you. I yes, think. I think she does. In I my think, mind, she does. I think that that's why Aunt May is like pushing him in that last in that last scene. Yeah, we're right gonna pick up Uncle Ben's stuff, even though it's been around for two years. We're yeah. gonna clean it now. Yep, we got we got to put <laughs> it away. Move on, baby. Come put on. it put it where it belongs. The last scene's weird because she has starts off the conversation with, whatever happened to that spider guy? <laughs> As if she doesn't know his name is yeah, Spider-Man. Right. But, that's why, but I think that's actually, her wording there is what makes me think that she knows that Peter's Spider-Man. Absolutely. I kind of agree with you because it's such a weird way to yes. say that. It's, it's like Spider-Man. Yeah, like, it's not, not pointed at Peter. Yeah. 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 Spider-Man is not a hard name to remember. No. Like a parent almost like prying in something they know but not mm-hmm. getting it right just to seem like they're not doing that. Well, they don't. she doesn't want to come out and just straight up say, I know you're Spider-Man. Yeah. The... Get your shit together. The city needs you. Yeah. She doesn't want to do that. She wants She wants him to come to has to be the organic. The decision has to be, he has to make the decision. Mm-hmm. She can't make it for him. Joe, if you really like the Spider-Man dealing with loss scene, after you finish Daredevil Born Again, pick up Spider-Man Blue. Okay. You would like it a lot. Cool. I love comic book sequel. Yeah, it's a nice sequel. This this sequel <laughs> that has started actually like reading a whole bunch of actual comic books, like getting into them. Comics are fun. They are fun. But like comic sequel is great. Thank you. <laughs> so you're so he hated movie sequel. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I, I just really also enjoy comic sequel. So you're, you're, you're just going to drop all three as tied for favorite? Yeah, I don't think I can differentiate because they all, they all hit me in different ways, but mm-hmm. I think really strongly. I think that the actual getting to phys- visibly see Gwen Stacy's passing was just a huge, like, oh shit moment, literally. So that's up there. And then what I'm calling the Tiananmen Square moment where Jorge gets underneath the barricade and says, fuck, if the real Spider-Man isn't going to be here... Somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to step up and do it, and it's going to be me. It's I, so beautiful. 
I'm a wreck. I was a, I was a wreck watching it. <laughs> me too. Luckily for me, I was on the side roads, guys. It was fine. I was at a red light when I turned it on. It's fine. It's was fine. it a red light the last three minutes? <laughs> no, I would just, I would, I would hit it and it, like. I, I feel that's worse. Because now you're starting and stopping it as you're driving. <laughs> that's, that's a, it's a button push. It's fine. Push the button. It was going, I was going 25 on an empty. On an empty was on the an phone empty. on your lap or no. was it in a holder? No, it was in a, it was like wedged in. Mounted. Okay. It was attached yeah. to the rear view. <laughs> it it, it is hanging my rear view. from a string from the. <laughs> There's one little thing that I liked, when Electro pulls out his cake, not the thing that he's doing, but the fucking lightning that is on it, and then there's he had like yellow lightning icing on it, and then he had like green icing on the top. Those are his actual colors from the comic book. Yes. Oh, cool. Suit. Yeah, he looks totally different in the comic yeah. book. So he looks like he's wearing a fucking starfish on his face. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the comic book with and like the green suit. And I think that this starfish. was a good choice, frankly. His yeah. backstory in the comic book is vastly different, too. He works for the power company in the, in the comic, and he just like becomes like a master of electricity. I thought it was too like reminiscent or like too copycatty of like Dr. Manhattan. That's why they... It looked like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. It, I mean, he does look like Dr. Manhattan. It's also a weird freak accident. He's wearing shorts. Yeah. Sounds very Catwoman-y. His, his powers are very inconsistent. Like, it's, it's interesting, too. This, we got to bring this up because it's very noticeable. When he falls into the tank with the eels, it fixes the gap in his teeth. Why? <laughs> it's so dumb. They zoom in on his teeth and show the gap fixing because he has the gap when he's max and always electric. He doesn't have the gap. He grew an extra tooth. But, like, they show it fixing it. What? All right. Um. <laughs> because, because what Harry Osborn wants is to heal himself and... Now there's not one, but two people in the city that can noticeably heal, heal themselves. Mm. I guess, but he's just... It's, uh, I, I, don't, I don't like the choice. I'm or just maybe like he stands out. Maybe Spider-Man sees that, and that's what they were doing. I don't know. I'm just trying to... I just think they're it. just trying to say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if he fixed the gap in his teeth? Yeah, man. See if anyone notices. Tired of seeing that shit. What, where does he go? Jimmy Fox is probably like, can I have my teeth <laughs> as Electro, please? Where, where does he go after he gets defeated the first time? Uh, in the grid. And they, they, they lock him up. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, but later Ray on, Croft, he can, like, like disappear and reassemble himself. Like, I fucking hate that. It just comes out of nowhere. Did he just, like, learn how to do that? Yes, or I guess so. Because yeah. he, uh, he got tased. Harry Osborn tases him, and he suddenly has the ability to fucking... Charge the battery up. I guess he electric. Yeah, I guess he. Maybe. The that's all I got. But the weird, it's the bad weird, science. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. weird Russian guy with the awful Russian accent was shocking him too to see how much that he could talk. Doctor Kafka. Yeah, he's a comic book dude too. He's also the guy who wrote the Fly. Right? Kafka. That's Kafka, right? He did Metamorphosis too. Yeah. Metamorphosis is a good book. Which is the Fly? It's what the Fly is off. Is it? Mm-hmm. The no. metamorphosizes into a fly. He just kind of. Was the Fly it... different than Metamorphosis? Metamorphosis. The kid wakes up. He's a. 12 foot tall ant. Oh, yeah, that's like different. the movie Ants? <laughs> Nothing like the movie Ants. Okay, good. <laughs> Alright, sequel's favorite. My favorite scene is Jorge with the wind turbine. Good. Friendly neighborhood Spider Man scene. Love it. It's one of my three. My favorite. Oh, let me land. My favorite is Gwen's death. But it's. It shouldn't have been there, but I like it because it's well done. It's fine. Yeah. It reminds me of Corey's favorite. Seeing an I Am Legend being the dog dying. Yes. See, I actually agree with him. It's a, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's it's a well well scene done scene. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Least favorites. You guys did your favorites. So many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiananmen Square. Yes. Yes. Jorge and least favorites. So many. <laughs> Pick one. I'm going Philip Phillips. 
Okay. Okay. Not in my running, but so I, I, like I, I understand it. It just doesn't fit. And the pictures that he's putting up the wall of the wall, like he put a picture of a plane crash on the wall. Yeah. Like, was there? I know his parents died in a plane crash, but did he just Google plane crash and print it out and put it on his wall, or did he? <laughs> Maybe just... it was their plane. <laughs> so there was somebody with a helicopter taking a picture of the plane as it crashed. Yep. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Why does the bathroom lock from the outside? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But if they had to, if they were supposed to meet in Roosevelt, why were they in a plane in the first place if Roosevelt's in fucking Brooklyn? Roosevelt Station's in Manhattan. They were just... Yeah. <laughs> they are supposed uh, to meet at Roosevelt, but they were on the plane. He does lock the bathroom with a key, so it's not like the little locking mechanism yeah, is on the outside. Out, right? Oh, maybe it's the one on... Yeah, maybe it's the latch on top that he locked. He's a very smart maybe. man, Peter Parker, but to learn about Roosevelt, he Googles Roosevelt and just Roosevelt. Well, then he does... <laughs> Something plus at the end at the end, but initially just yeah, like yeah. Roosevelt. Okay, <gasps> can we talk about well, that? He didn't have the subway coins. <laughs> at least he upgraded the Google in this instead of Bing. Bing. Yes, <laughs> that's true too. Product placement in this is way oh my god, yeah, Sony shit, everybody. Yeah, but it was Laptops. a lot worse than the other one. It was yeah. worse than the other one. Yes, it was. His parents had a Sony Vaya when they died. All three laptops use are Sony. Everybody's Vios. phone. And the Sony Ericsson's the phone, yep. But even... And this was in the past when Peter was a little kid, so they didn't exist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. In Far From Home, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Everything's the same. Um, listen, product is such for their own yes. shit. Going to, is going to be a thing, I get it. But, like, fuck, Sony is insane with that. Um, I'm surprised his suit didn't say Sony. I guess... We didn't talk about the suit much. <laughs> yeah, the suit's great. It looks so much better than the first one. Way they so much better yes first one looks like an awful leather or something yes, like, like it's, yeah it's, it, it has like gold eyes in it the looks first wet one it's like gross yeah yeah they do the wet look the when this movie opens up and he's like doing the free fall thing yeah Which, where'd he jump from exactly <laughs> whatever yeah. there's a building but whatever well, the spider cop <laughs> the point is they went through the the, um, the detail-oriented challenge of actually making it look like the the suit was rippling with like the air that's flying past him that's a great fucking touch. It's a great touch. This movie opens really bright as opposed to the last movie. is gross and dark and disgusting. Yes. Mm. Sets the tone from word go. <laughs> but at least I'm going to enjoy this movie more. I guess my least favorite would be when Electro is like champing in his head. I hate that. Electricity, you yeah. laughed at me. You yeah, that shot was at dumb. me. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a scene that we didn't even begin to go anywhere near from my least favorite scene. Let's rip it. I'm borderline okay. I'm not thrilled, but I'm borderline okay with Harry Osborne's performance for a lot of this. Because he's weird or whatever. But when he, like, teams up with Electro and, like, does, like, the confident, cocky, like, hype man thing when they, like, walk into the fucking room, I was... I was I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing, dumbest part of this fucking movie. And then I was like, "What the fuck?" This and then once they come in, he's like a woman. fucking pussy. Yeah, he's just like, "I need you." <laughs> yeah, but then he walks. He's like, ah, "Look at me now! I've got a bad guy too." You thought you were cool and could get rid of me? Shock him, Electro. I love that part. Fairy like, Godmother, the coolest concept that he just has him kill him and then bring him back to life. That, that's fine. I'm talking. His performance no, I get standing it. Yeah. behind yeah, is yeah. the fucking worst thing I've ever watched. Welcome to the bonus do they, round. Do they mention Harry at all in the first one? No. No. But he just shows up. So in this one. Gwen works for Oscorp. 
Peter and Harry were childhood friends. It's not like, oh, you work for Oscorp? My, my best friend is Harry Osborn. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Our childhood oh friend. My God. Like, Let's throw some more exposition in here for a future movie. No, they did Harry. it the other way. They yeah. did it the other way. Oh, Harry. You, you're Harry Osborn. Uh, obviously, you're Harry Osborn because you're my friend. Oh, my gosh. You own the company? My daughter. My, my daughter. Jesus Christ. You can do this. GF. My girlfriend works for you. It's complicated. I don't, I don't do complicated. I don't do complicated. He's not I that robotic. Date. <laughs> He's not William Shatner. Supermodels. Yeah. In, I don't sound like William Shatner. When, he is, when, he, <laughs> when the two of them were walking on the park, like walking in that park or whatever, chit-chatting, uh, I, thought, I thought he was pretty alright. Yeah, he was fine I there. I thought he was fine in it. He just sounds like he's on Downers. He probably is, The entire is, man. movie. <laughs> Fucking kid probably is. He's got clear daddy issues. Besides Valerian, what else is Dane DeHaan in? He's in Chronicle. I haven't seen that. I didn't see Chronicle, but... um. A Cure for Wellness. Wellness. Okay. I watched that. Yeah. He's not terrible in it, but that movie's not that great to begin with. Because I'm, I'm striking out. He just, had, he just like has Valerian, bad luck, I think. But... I'm a solid <laughs> 0 for 2 on Dana Hunt. So far. Like... <laughs> Swing and a miss. I hated Valerian. I don't know that he was the reason I didn't like Valerian. I hate the way he talks. Valerian's bad. He's slow. Yeah, but that's not I don't his think it's fault. his fault. part of its charm. No. Jones it's, it's the movie. It might be like a cult film in the future. But this is too much of a segue right now. <laughs> it's true. Did we, Don't watch that. You did not give us your least favorite, correct? I Jim? did not. No, but he was very hey, giddy hey. when you were talking about it. I know, I think you wanted to have the same scene. Yeah. I was just curious if we were going to. Right, if me. it worked out that way. Oh, hit well, us, I, Jeff. I, much like having three favorite scenes, I have two least favorite scenes. Okay. I have Peter and Harry's reunion, that weird staircase scene. <laughs> okay. Where they're uh, not even yeah. behaving like human beings. Uh, there he is. There, there he is. is. That's the Harry I know. What a dick. <laughs> Let me hug you. This is clearly our dynamic, and it's always been. It's really stupid. I think that's the point, though, right? That you weird all for kids. That was that's a why they hit it off. Dane, De- not Dane DeHaan's best scene, actually, in that moment. I think Dane DeHaan's best scene is yet to come, Frank. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I just got that. Uh, and the other one is uh, the weird conversation between Peter and Gwen when he tells her that he's been following her all the time. Yeah. I actually like that scene. I don't hate it either. Have you been following me a lot? Like that's only cool. once a day. Sometimes it's other times it's more it's super weird. I, I like it. It's so it. creepy. Annie dissolving. Mom. Yeah, but right she's there. clearly into it. I know, and that's, <laughs> what, that's what makes it worse. I love the ground rule scene. I okay. love the ground rule scene. Okay. We didn't talk about it, so and it's like it's a good scene. Kind of, it kind of like your least favorite is the ending of the ground rule scene. But like the way she looks at him. Yeah, <sighs> dude, you could tell that she's like she's in love with Andrew Garfield. Like it's. So genuine. It's great. It makes me wish this was a better movie yeah, so I could too. appreciate that more. <laughs> Stoning? One stone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's stone it. Let's do okay. that. Let's stone amazing, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 by giving it a number of stones from 1 to 6. Oh, wait, no. Shit. I should read Matt's email. Yes. Oh, shit. Matt's email. Matt, you lost. Wow. We were going to end the episode with no Matt email. <laughs> that would have been terrible. He doesn't listen. It doesn't matter. He probably would listen if he had an email. I don't think there. he does. We'll find out. Matt. I'm sorry. So, Matt, if you're listening to this, type 69 in the chat for us. There you go. Oh my god, he sent it right now. <laughs> Whoa! He's in the room. He's this is a live stream. inside the house. So our final compatriot who couldn't be here tonight, Matt, wrote us an email about the movie. And the title, the subject is, On the Bounce! Oh, no. <laughs> oh fuck! It's Ouch! Damn. It's a, 
It's a lengthy email, so I'll, I'll try to speed it up as best I can. Gents, I'm so sorry to miss this meeting of the greats. Unfortunately, I'm in Friday Night Faceoff tonight, and without an Infinity Stone, I can't be in two places at once. Sad face. But I figured I'd send some thoughts or talking points about one of my favorite Spider-Men. Don't get me wrong, I love Tom Holland, and I thank the gods above and below that we were able to keep him in the MCU, for now, idiots. But, Andrew Garfield defined Parker and Spidey in a way that just spoke to me and the comics more honestly than Toby did. He looked more the part, age and body-wise. He did this painfully awkward thing that I loved when, we played, when he played Peter, and then when the mask was on, it all melted away into the cocky know-it-all humor of Spidey. Sally Fields was, an was a fantastic Aunt May. I mean, she was the Aunt May we cast in our Aunt May movie, the movie Cameos Built. Yes. And then there is the shining jewel of the series, Emma Stone. <laughs> Her portrayal of Gwen was beautiful, spot, spot on in all aspects. And if I do say myself... So, oh, God, Joe. And if I do say so myself, she opened the door for Spider-Gwen in the first place. Without Emma Stone, we wouldn't have gotten that lovely ballet-shoed heroine we fell in love with. Does this movie have issues? Of course. But I find, as I usually do, that good far outweighs the bad. Electro is rough, but I do love all the biotech Oscorp does. But for them to finally put the on screen, put on the screen that defining moment in Spidey's life when he loses the girl he loves, it was amazing. He catches her on the bounce. Heartbreaking. Amazing, but very sad indeed. My wife yelled at me when we left the theater from seeing this because I didn't warn her. Having not watched this movie recently is tough. Favorite part, Spidey stepping in for the little boy facing off against Rhino. Excellent choice, Matt. Least favorite, Peter's dad randomly still being alive. <laughs> was was that like a post-credit? Because my version, I bought the whatever the streaming version of this is on Amazon. I didn't get that. It wasn't There's, even at the theater. Okay, so the post-credit for this is actually a mid-credit, and it is an X-Men movie. That's what I thought. It's a, uh, Apocalypse, right? It's a. I don't think it's Apocalypse. I think it's Days of Future Past. Was it? Yeah. And I know Fox owns X-Men, Sony owns Spider-Man. They made sure. some sort of agreement, but there was such a debate after this. Like, oh, X-Men, Sony, it's going to happen with Spider-Man and the X-Men. And no, it was just a freaking crossover that they didn't even put a press release about it. Weird. It was wild. Yep. Bad choice. Terrible choice. And he said, unless this was their way of bringing Mysterio or cloning into the series. And then he uh, gives us his score of stones. I'll hold on to that till the end. Sure. After we've done it. So now, what we're going to do is rate The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Infinity Stones from 1 to 6. If you give it a 6, you can also give it a gauntlet. And let's go to Frank. Like I said at the top, I don't think this movie is terrible. Um, it has its flaws, but it keeps me entertained. And I'm not too upset that they didn't go for the third movie because Tom Holland is just so great. Um, but I am sort of curious of, at what they would have done. Um, with that being said, I'm comfortable giving this three and a half stones. Sequel? This movie doesn't know what it wants to be. It goes off in way too many different plot points. It's unfocused. It's disjointed. They just should have picked one or two and done... It's. They should have picked one or two things and done it really well, then pick a bunch of things and do it like mediocre. There are some really good moments in this. There are some really bad moments that don't make sense in this. Um, I think two stones is fair. If you give Spider-Man 3 one stone, I think this is just a step above uh, Spider-Man 3. So. Twice as good. Twice as good. Corey? A lot of problems with this movie, for sure. Plot problems are an issue. They clutter it with bad guys that we don't need, bad guy plots that we don't need. 
there is a lot going on in it, and, and you don't need it. If you just strip it down and kind of ignore the dumb stuff that doesn't really pertain to the main stuff, and just enjoy the action of it all and the visuals of it, I think that this is a, at least a, a relatively entertaining movie. I'm never going to see it again. No interest in it. Uh, it, it. I saw it for this. That's it. I'm done. And as per the usual, when it comes to a movie that's pretty good, it's whether I'd watch it again or not. I will not. Three stones. This movie has so much untapped potential that it just made poor choices and couldn't get out of its own way. Thanks, Sony, for really ruining that. I like this movie significantly more than the first one. I don't think it's a significantly better movie, but I like it more. I think the highs are higher, but the lows kind of suck. I'm going to give it the same score I gave the first one, but I would like it stated for the record that I much prefer this one. Three stones. For the record, I don't remember what I gave Spider-Man three or the first. One. I legitimately <laughs> went to go back. I legitimately went to go back, meant to go back and see what I. I have no, I have no idea. I'm ninety percent sure I gave the first one three stones, and if I didn't, retroactively, it gets three stones. <laughs> three stones unless now. it was somehow lower. We should track our scores. We should. We had a spreadsheet for a while. Yeah. I really stopped. I really dropped the ball on keeping that one updated. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. One day. And those are our scores for The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Just kidding. Matt's score. You nailed it. Yeah, Matt gave it five stones. Oh. <laughs> Sequel held up five fingers. Like, I bet you we gave it five. And he was absolutely correct. There was a while there pretty early on that Sequel would... Back when we were at the original... Location. Location. Sequel, me and Sequel would sit next to each other. And he would just drop his hand down <laughs> around the table. Yeah. He would guess what everybody's was. And he was accurate, probably pretty accurate, yeah. right? 70-ish percent of the time, I'd mm-hmm. say. What do you think I would come in at? Um, I thought you were going to be out of four. But yeah. three and a half doesn't seem... No, not too far off. If you round up. I know you really liked this movie back in the day. Like, Yeah, watching it again, yeah. I'm just like, nah. But we used to talk about it a fucking shit ton. Yes. And I'm like, wow, actually, you know what? Maybe he is right about this. I think the thing is, too, when you go back to look at these movies that you enjoyed with a critical eye, like, I loved Spawn as a kid. <laughs> it is a bad fucking movie, though. Yeah. I'm just happy Tom Holland knocks it out of the park, and we don't have to have a Toby versus Andrew Garfield debate anymore. It becomes Toby versus Andrew Garfield versus Tom Holland, and everyone can agree Tom Holland's the best. Yes. Yeah. Well, unless For the most part. idiot. For the most part. I like how they write Garfield as Spider-Man in this. Yeah. I like his attitude. I want Tom Holland to have that writing for him once he gets more mature in the role and an older Spidey, I guess. Well, we're going to get one more Spider-Man film and one more film where we'll Tom see. Holland appears in it as Spider-Man. Like and then we get film. a new Spider-Man because they'll recast everything. <laughs> when they lose the rights or something. Parker. I don't know. Hmm? Or they'll just do a death of Peter Parker. They could. Bring in Miles. Let's go. Or that happened, comics-wise, but it'd be backwards. Matt to get your dick hard. A Ben Riley, because you can. Hope Matt's listening for that. And this has been our episode for the Amazing Spider-Man Two. If you'd like to let us know your thoughts about the movie or anything else, or just want to say hi to Frank, you can email us zthpodcast at gmail dot com. Boom. I missed that. One. <laughs> you did. You did. It's okay. okay. Send us your favorite Andrew Garfield movie on Twitter at zthpodcast. Send us a picture of your chimney on Instagram <laughs> at ZTH Podcast. It's like you never missed a beat. <laughs> We're on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast. Or search for us within Facebook. Zeros Talking Heroes. Zeros and Heroes end in E-S.
Find us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Give us a five-star rating if it lets you. And tell people about the show. Subscribe. Share our posts. Like our posts. And enjoy yourself. Spotify? No. No. It's hard to find things on it still. I'm trying to get a group together. You can try if you want. Good luck. luck. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for this episode. Next time, we're going to be doing a different movie, obviously. It's The Wolverine, a.k.a. Wolverine Goes to Japan. Yeah. I wrote it down just for you. Good luck, boys. I've never seen that one. It's, it's, I've never uh, seen it. I'm pretty sure it's in the middle of the road of X-Men Origins and Logan. Like, I'm pretty sure it, it's chronological it's placement movie. is If Logan's 100 placement. and Origins is a zero. It's 70? It's at least a 50. 55, 60 range. It spoilers, passes in maybe. college, maybe. Back when I saw it, I enjoyed it. But let's see. This time around, we've seen it the one time. And you guys have never seen it before, correct? Never. Nope. Nope. Hey, Kimmy, I watched X-Men Origins. I, I gave up. That was I gave up on X-Men for a long time after that. That's yeah. the floor, Corey. When, this, when, that, when the Wolverine came out... Like, Actually, not really. I totally missed it in theater. Like I happened to catch this on FX like years later. Like That makes sense. Yeah. DVD on TV. <laughs> FX. <laughs> also, real quick, I watched... I bought this. I owned the Blu-ray of it, and it was I got the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the 3D Blu-ray. I don't own a 3D TV. If anybody has a 3D TV and want it, just uh, no one know. does. No one does. No. Yeah, that's the thing, no right? Way. Yeah. Do you remember what you paid for it? Oh, like three ninety-nine. Damn it! I was yeah. gonna have Corey guess. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on eBay. But that, it would just be the disc, and like I would have to. It's oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I really would have. I believe you. You wouldn't lie. I wouldn't. Pokemon. Gotta catch right, so ne- Next time's the Wolverine. Until next time, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, also somehow someone's favorite. <laughs> Say goodbye, Frank. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>